Right, week 15, we are here finally. Let's ride that wave. Joe, Jim, how was last week? Good, we're riding the green wave into week 15. Yep, um, I wrote it down for you. Obviously, Vinny had a uh, probably the best of the main slate. Um, I chopped a uh, 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 showdown GPP, so that was nice. Um, Joey had solid cash game week. I think everyone made money yep. last week. So, I mean, it, I mean, it was uh, it was good all around. Look forward to this week. Um, I don't like that one of my favorite quarterbacks to play is not on the main slate with these fucking Saturday games, but it's okay. Yeah. And Jim, giving you props for a guy that wasn't even on until uh, Miles Gaskin came down with COVID last week in that big uh, lineup that we hit for 1500, uh, Lynn Bowden, 0.6% owned, min price, 15 points. Like it opened up so much and yeah, it, it was a stars and scrubs lineup and he just, he paid off so big at the bottom, you know. There we go. Yeah, that obviously helped that Grant went down again mid-game with an injury, but he was already hurt coming into the game. So, um, yeah, I mean, we'll go. We'll talk about it, I'm sure, this week. But I like Bowden again this week. They didn't raise his price enough for whatever weird reason. So yeah, um, no, for sure. I, I'm I'm kind of liking the strategy that I was rolling with, and I'll head on it here. But Joe, why don't you uh, get us rolling? All right, yeah, let's start with some quarterbacks. Um, a guy I've been off the last few weeks um, due to his injury, but this week I'm back on him is Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyler Murray against the Eagles, yes. right? I mean, they might be down to their practice squad defensive backs uh, this week against, you know, Nuke and Kirk. So I can see Kyler Murray just absolutely going nuts and going nuclear on the Eagles this week. And Kyler's getting healthy. Um, when he messed up his shoulder, you can see some inaccuracy in his passes. He just didn't look the same last week. He looked like he was getting back to normal. Uh, this is going to be his kind of get right game where everyone was on him, you know, the first six, seven weeks of the season. So Kyler Murray is my favorite quarterback. Um, I'm going to be rostering him in most of my lineups. My next guy is Tom Brady, um, you know, going against the Falcons. Falcons are pretty good against the run and they just want to funnel people for the pass. The hard part with Brady is, you know, finding the right combination of people. Um, but this week, I think I'm feeling pretty confident with Brady Evans, you know, and Antonio Brown. The Falcons can't cover anybody on the outside. Um, Evans gets all the red zone targets. So I'm loving that game for be a, a high shootout. Um, and Brady getting back to where he was earlier in the year after his, you know, he didn't have a bad game last game, just a bad fantasy game. So I think Brady gets right this week. Um, if you're looking for a high floor guy, um, I really like Phillip Rivers. Um, the guy gets 20 points a week. Every week it's, you know, you put him in 20 points, put him in 20 points, put a dollar in and win a car. So <laughs> Philip Rivers, uh, he's got the floor. I really like it. And he's going against the Texans. So, you know, the floor might go up a little bit. He's only what, 5,900. He's going to get you 20 points minimum. So I do like Rivers in there as the safe play. I just don't know about his upside. Um, another guy I really like is uh, Mitch Trubisky. Um, the Vikings defense is just bad, man. Right. And Trubisky's looking good ever since he came back from being benched and that fake injury that he had. Uh, he's been looking, <laughs> he's been looking good, man. The Vikings defense is struggling. Um, I think it's been a total fluke, you know, with Montgomery just going apes, going nuclear the last few weeks, uh, you know, breaking off 70 yard runs. 
But, you know, I just feel like if Montgomery is even doing well, it's going to help Trubisky, right? So I just like the Bears in this matchup. Um, there's a chance this game actually shoots out and everyone thinks it's not going to just because it's this whole thing with the NFC North, right? Strong defenses usually. But both teams are susceptible to giving up points. So give me some Trubisky and definitely some Allen Robinson this week. Um, and obviously I have to bring up Mahomes, right? Fitting Mahomes, Kelsey, and Hill in a lineup this week, I felt like was pretty impossible. Um, but picking Mahomes and Hill or picking Mahomes and Kelsey, right? You can do those things, mix it up a little bit. Oh, it's uh, cool. just the matchup is too good. Hill and Kelsey coming off the hash marks on almost every single play. They're going to be going against Chauncey Gardner Johnson, the guy that picks fights with everybody. And the reality is he's not very good. And Malcolm Jenkins covering over the top, you know, through the hash marks there. He hasn't been that great this season. Um, he's been practicing his protesting too much and not practicing his uh, football enough this season. So <laughs> I think obviously the, the, the chiefs are priced up for a reason. And Mahomes, I think is going to have one of those weeks where it's 35 plus against a um, the saints team that has a great defense, but we've seen it. Great defenses can't even stop Mahomes. So plug Mahomes in for that. And I think his ownership is going to be crazy low this week, just from the, uh, the price points. So that's what, those are my favorites at quarterback. Uh, what do you think, Jim? Um, so, so yeah, some guys that we're in lockstep on. Uh, one is Mahomes. Uh, I, I, I mean, I get that Saints have a pretty good defense, but I really don't care. Um, he's a guy that, like, like I said, Vinny and you last week when we were texting on game day. Uh, every week that he's on the slate, I just play a Mahomes. Uh, Hill and Kelsey stack and then just like move on at bare minimum like yeah. you just have to play one of them um, to your point it is possible this week um, you have to get weird but there's some good uh, weird guys that we'll talk about when we get to wide receiver that are in the same game that I think are a great run back um, I like Kyler Murray as well uh, he's back pretty healthy again you, you can really see that he's feeling a lot better based on the amount of rushing attempts he has um, he, he really was not running when he, when he had his shoulder thing, but he's back down to $7,000. Um, you know, he was up at 8,500, you know, as much as, you know, three, four weeks ago, I really like him this week. I think Philadelphia is just absolute trash. Um, some other guys right near him too. Uh, I'm going back to Deshaun Watson. He has now has this rushing floor. I mean, he didn't really get it done last week against Chicago, but I mean, that is what it is. But he's got this rushing floor now where he's getting like, you know, 30, 40 yards, 50 yards a game. And, you know, without Will Fuller, he, they're just making him do that more. He gets Brandon Cooks back this week. So I think that'll really help him out. Gonna that's going to be, I mean, he's Brandon like Cooks? one concussion away from, you know, being a vegetable. <laughs> well, it's a neck injury this so, time. So, oh. so, um, just and I neck. really it's don't. Just a neck. <laughs> doesn't really matter Vinny. we're talking no. about week 15 he's gonna play week week 15 if he's drinking through a plastic straw week 16 <laughs> i'll just be honest like i he knows that that's the risk i mean fuck jordan reed, factory. jordan jordan reed is still out there playing and he's had more concussions than bobby boucher i mean come on i mean he as he, long as that he paycheck can, keeps coming in just keep turning and burning baby um, we're going to get to it when we talk about running backs, but Derrick Henry is going to be the highest owned person on the slate this week. Um, I really like Tannehill in the passing attack. 
Um, I think it's a way you can gain an extreme amount of leverage. And I like it even more if Stafford ends up playing on the other side. Yeah. It's tr- he's trending toward that way. Um, he's not really practicing a whole lot, but that's okay. I mean, he doesn't need to. But I think Tannehill, I mean, we've talked about it before. He's got the upside to go to the 30s, right? We've seen him do it a couple times. He didn't do it so much last week. But I think this is a game that Detroit can keep a little bit closer um, and when you have a player that's so polarizing like Derrick Henry on one side, I mean, Derrick Henry can still have a great game and, you know, so can Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill can go for 30 points and Derrick Henry can still go for 25. I mean, those two yeah. things aren't mu- mutually exclusive to each other. That was so I yeah, there's question, times I feel like, you know, having Tannehill, right, and A.J. Brown in one lineup and having other lineups with Henry, right, um, I feel like one side of it's going to go off. So you got to take that risk and have, you know, one of the other side have both of them in separate lineups. And and he's a guy that I'm I'm willing to take that risk on this week just because he does have that upside. And that, you know, like 3 to 4% owned, you're gaining so much leverage on the field of all of those Derrick Henry lineups because – you're assuming that, you know, if Tannehill goes really off that Henry's maybe will still get like 15 to 16. Right. But you're going to gain so much leverage on the field. I just think it's worth it. Um, Continuing on down. I've had, I've heard some people talk about golf a little bit this week. Eh, It's not really for me. I mean, playing the jets. McVay wants to run the ball. I think, I mean, each running back in that backfield might get 20 carries this week. (laughs) So I know that McVay wants to run the ball, but the one thing that the Jets do do okay is stop the run. Um, They don't do a lot very good. They haven't won a game. Um, But, you know, I I just don't know if I can go all in on Jared Goff. I'm cool with playing like Cooper Cup as a one-off. Um, to get some leverage off of the running game. Um, but, you know, if I'm going down here, I'm probably going to go down to Jalen Hurts at 5,900. Um, a game that we just kind of talked about that I like really like both sides of. He also now has a rushing floor that we just absolutely can't ignore. He's he not going like to go for 18 eight- times last week or something. Yeah, he's not going to go 18 for 106 again. But, I mean, he could easily go nine for 66 and – that's just fine, right? At 5,900, you don't need a whole lot to get him there. And he is a guy that if you're looking to play a couple of lineups without anybody paired with him, uh, I think he's a guy you can just play by himself naked and just be completely fine with that. Uh, Joey, I'm on board with Trubisky with you. And that's probably as low as I'm going. Um, I really took a hard look at Minshew. Um, just based on going back and watching some Baltimore tape, he's going to have to throw the ball a ton. Um, Similar to what the Browns did to the Ravens. I mean, we saw it like the Ravens defense for all it gets talked up is just not that good. And the strength of the Jaguars is their passing game. They have Chark, they have Chenault, they have Cole, they have Colin Johnson. Like they have pretty decent receivers. I mean, their offense isn't the worst, right? So, I don't mind that if you're going to go all the way down. I don't know if I'll get to it just because I might rather just get up $400 and go to Jalen Hurts. But, uh, again, you know, Minshew is not a guy. I mean, he's somebody you can at least stack like Chark and like Chenault with, and it's a really cheap stack. Um, 
I don't, I don't really know. So that's the, I, I don't think I'll probably go and be dipping below Hertz much. Vinny, did I, is there anybody else in there that you like? Um, there's a few guys that I, I have the eye on. I mean, I, I like Mahomes. obviously. I think that game is going to be the one that I decide to go just like 70% of my chips in on. Um, I, th- those two teams are just stacked. They're two great teams. They're playing for a lot for that first seed. I think this is sure. like massive shootout potential. So I love Mahomes, um, and I'm on Taysom as well. Come bringing it back. I mean, he's got the rushing floor, and he's been throwing it almost 40 times a game the last two. Um, you know, Michael Thomas is dealing with kind of an ankle, so I think if you're going to do it, like it's easy to go. You could rock like a Taysom, Tyree, Kelsey, and like a Traquan, you know, or a Camara or something. Mm. Like you can easily do that this week. Uh- I think, I think, I mean, if you're going to do that, if, if you're not going to play Michael Thomas with Taysom Hill, I think you might as well just not play Taysom Hill or just play him by himself. Yeah, no. And, and I don't mind playing him by myself, by himself. Like I want to get exposure to that game as much as possible. Like, I just think that's the game that could ruin everybody's day. Uh, you know, if, if that thing blows up. So I just like him. I mean, at 6,600, I think, or at six grand, I think he's at a really good price there um, to go 3X plus. Um, Tannehill, I'm with you on. I like him as well. I do kind of want to see what happens Saturday if these guys get activated. Um, but if they're not, I'm actually more in on Lamar. Um, if you got Hollywood and those guys out, we could see Lamar run this run the ball 50 times on Sunday. You just play um, Lamar. You just play Lamar and Andrews and mm-hmm. move on. Exactly. Um, And just take the free points. Uh, He's going to give massive rushing upside against the league's third worst, you know, rush defense and a game that's probably some rain. Like they Baltimore has to win this game. They can't take it easy. So I like Lamar up there as well. Um, And I'm with, I'm with you on Brady and Mitch. They kind of have my eye, um, you know, for the reasons that you mentioned, um, that's really it. Like I, I don't. I think I think Brady's another guy that you can play naked. A hundred percent. Just because I'm just not confident in where the ball is going. You have no idea. I think so, if you're gonna play, I think if you're gonna play one person with Brady, for me, anyways, it's probably going to be Chris Godwin. Um, Godwin's been getting the best matchups week to week, and I've been yes. all over that. Right? I mean, but Brady just doesn't throw him the fucking ball. So Brady, if you go back and so if you go back it, and watch the yeah. film last week, Brady missed missed him. He was wide open on a seventy mm-hmm. yard touchdown, and Brady just flat out overthrew yeah. him. It was just like, dude, like, what are you doing? So like, so my favorite indicator for that this week is Mike Evans, just because he is top three in the league in red zone targets right now. So if that's the only indicator I got, then sure, right? I mean, so, why not? So, it's hard to pick. So my detractor from Mike Evans is Mike Evans has been getting like these short yard yardage like deals. And he could be, he could have like two, he could have like a catch for like 20 yards and a touchdown. Like, or he could Mm -hmm. have like that one game where he had like two catches for two yards and two touchdowns. Right. And at that price, that doesn't really pay off. Right. So I don't know. I, I, I'm personally going to go with Godwin. I think that, you know, Atlanta, you know, they're going to have, they have that rookie first rounder who actually hasn't been playing too bad and he's going to shadow Mike Evans. 
And like you said, Joe, I'm just going to keep playing the matchup and, you know, hope that Godwin gets there. But I don't know how much exposure I'll have to Brady um, with a whole bunch of people stacked with him. Uh, I think he's a fine one-off option. And then, like, honestly, if you want to pair him with somebody, just pair him with Gronk just because it's all he looks toward. Yeah. But on, but on no that what, entire – I think Brady's going to throw the ball 50 times, man. Yeah, I mean – Especially if Ronald Jones doesn't play. Ronald Jones so he's, 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 he's out. out. He's, he's on the COVID – They just put him starting. on the... – Yeah, yeah so they... <laughs> I, that's, that's the big reason why I like Brady, right? Like, we were talking about a guy, Leonard Fournette, that was a healthy scratch last week. Like, Arians dog does shit. not yeah. trust Absolute this guy. dog shit. So that makes me really like Atlanta or I'm or sorry, do- like, like Brady at Atlanta. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, so that's a good one. It, you know, it, Ronald Jones was there. I could see them just, you know, he's, it was a good call last week. They could lean on him. You know, they don't, they're not going to lean on Leonard Fournette or, you know, no. Keyshawn Vaughn. No, so, they, they're not. They're not. Yeah. They're I not. think Brady puts the ball at 50 times this week. So, I mean, pick your guy. I think a uh, there's a chance all three of them kind of go off. Um, yeah. It's going to be tough, but I think, you know, you got to get exposure to it. No doubt. For sure. Yeah. We'll so, roll, so roll into what are your guys real quick as a $5,100 flyer? Um, what do you guys think about Mullins? My only fear, and I just seem to be the death of it. So I'll let you guys play and I won't ruin it for you guys. But whenever I do that, like he's on the cusp of getting yanked. Like they were like the beat, the beat writers were calling for Mullins to get pulled last week. Like, oh, here it comes. And they're like, wow, yeah, I can't he's believe not, Shanahan's stick he's just not with. like there was times last year when Mullins came in or the year before and he was like, wow, this guy really got something. Holy shit. I mean, he's come in this year and it just looks bad. I like every part of it looks bad. If they were playing a team that had like a bad defense like Dallas, but they could also like put up points, I'd be more inclined to do it just like because he would have to throw it like we could see like last week against Washington where it's just a complete like shit show. And, you know, like both teams are just limping to the finish line and it's like 2017. If they, if they get Kittle back, I'll have some interest in the, in a Mullins Kittle thing. Um, but that's if Kittle does come back this week, which is being rumored. But outside of that, I got no interest in Mullins personally. He just looks fucking bad right now. I mean, you really think Kittle's going to play? No, they, I don't think they'll no, play this. But I'm week. saying if he does get activated, you know, like we say, when someone's activated, yeah, he's going 100%. Yeah, so if he's activated, right, I'll hop on it. And, you know, Kittle's going to go a million miles per hour. So, I mean, if you're going to, if do that's it, the like, case, sure. If not, no way. I would be more inclined to just rock and roll with, like, I know he's horrible, but Dwayne Haskins versus Seattle and just hope he connects with McLaren on a few plays. And, well, Alex Smith is going to play. So, is he? Well, he's fine. It was a calf yeah. injury. His knee's yeah, it's fine. A, he extrained his calf. It's fine. I don't know why they didn't put him back into that game last week, but I think they're just being cautious just because of the nature of his history. Um, and it was pretty clear that they were just beating the fuck out of the Niners. Um, you know, with, with, uh, with good old Kyle Shanahan galaxy braining himself. Um, so, I mean, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't hate that. I mean, yeah. I don't hate that, but it's, I mean, it's just against the, yeah. So, I hear what so you're let's saying. move on to receivers, I, huh? Let's do it. Um, I guess I'll roll with go ahead and start, I mean, if, if we're going to stay Mahomes at top, like obviously Tyreek, you know, as many lineups you can fit him in. Him and Kelsey combined have over 50% of the target share there. So you know where he's going pretty much all the time. And Him, so, and, him, and, him and Travis Kelsey yeah. are number two and three 
in overall fantasy points scored this year. So you get a team that if I'm predicting a shootout, you know, like the Saints DBs are nothing special. It's their front seven. That's incredible. Yes. Um, that I would love to get a piece of both of those guys. So even lineups where I'm not rocking Mahomes, I'll get Tyreek in as many. As what do you can. guys, what do you guys think of Sammy Watkins in that game at 4,600? I love it. I think I love it. Same play, here. But dude, I played him last week and it's just, you, you have to understand four out of five weeks you play him. He's going to dud. And but then, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to have you don't have to have thirty percent of them. But yeah, you know, I mean, he's gotten seven points three weeks in a row since his return from his injury. Right, getting like five targets a game, three catches. You know, not much. But all it takes is that one game. week. He is going to have a game. He always does where he goes for like thirty-five points. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I think this week is a really strong you know week for Sammy Watkins to get involved in that game and yeah. a way to cheapen up your lineup a little bit and still get involved in that KC game. He's all he's also not killing you. He's also not going to give you zero, right? Yeah. So like at 4600, he's had, you know, just under 8 points for the last 3 weeks in a row. So like you know, that's not like great, but that's also not going to absolutely murder your line. Like you can still he's, cash and finish he's high. 46, he's 4,600, right? He's yeah, just, exactly. really only You're only really looking for 13 points to get three times from him. I get it. Yeah. He's just such a frustrating player, dude. Like I, I'm literally holding my breath when I play him just because it's like, one, is he going to like kind of dud? And two, is he going to like tear his hamstring on the third round? No, he's been healthy. I think, yeah, he's, he's I think it's – He missed like half the season. Oh, he did. He's been healthy for the last three weeks. He's fine. I know, dude, but he's the Wolf Will Fuller of like lesser receivers. (laughs) Like he's bound to. Will Fuller is the only Will Fuller. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So, um, like Tyreek up top. uh, I'm not going to be playing Kyler, but I will have Hopkins. Obviously, if I'm rolling Hurts on the comeback there. Um, To our point, Jim, I think hopefully his ownership's down again a little bit because the Henry and people gravitating towards Corey Davis lower um, AJ Brown's an amazing matchup this week. So love me some AJ uh, Robinson, Joe, a Rob, he's in a great spot. Um, you know, I can't decide on Tampa receivers, you know, it's either going to be a flip of a coin. I'll get exposure to everyone, or I'm just going to roll the dice and play, play Tommy naked. Um, so that's where I'm going up there. I like Ayuk, T.Y. Hilton, Houston week. Um, I need to see how popular he's going to be because if he is, then I won't go there. I'll go Pittman. But if he's going to be lower, man, I mean, this guy's I he found the fountain of youth somewhere. Uh, he's been awesome the last couple of weeks. So um, down low, Jim, you got me on Lynn Bowden. Um, I have the other like usual suspects down there. So if you guys have anyone you really like, you know, blurted out but just get ready for Lynn Bowden to be that you know 18 percent owned person um on every major network this week oh, his no. name has just been all over the place so yeah it, I can just see you know all the sheep out there just I going just straight like to Lynn Bowden this week Miami's playing in a competitive game they have to win um and they're going to use him in like 10 different ways yeah. So I dig that, you know, he's so he, he's like a home run he's, or something. He's only coming in um, right now in ownership about seven to 8%. So that's okay. fine with me. I'll play yeah, Lynn so Bowden for, for the price. Um, I mean, yeah, I'll I, just, do, I just didn't want him to be like 35% or something. No, he's not going to get a lot of people don't even know. So that's the other thing is there's a lot of people that like look at some of this shit like that we do in some of these tournaments, especially the lower stakes tournaments, like, some of the stuff that we play, 
Yeah. A lot of these people don't have – they have no fucking idea about even looking at ownership, and they have no idea who Lynn Bowden is. <laughs> like, a lot of people don't even, like, get scrolling down that far, right, at 3,600. So, like, I don't <laughs> think we're ever – that's not a guy we'll ever have to worry about ownership on. Um, I, I, I think he's in a great spot again this week. If we're going all the way down, um, I'll kind of do what I did last week and start at the bottom. Um I don't know why Traquan Smith is on, is priced at thirty two hundred dollars. Yep. Um, I, I get that like he doesn't like go off every week, but like you know nine and fourteen points the last two weeks, like okay, that's perfectly fine for someone who's thirty two hundred dollars. And in a game that's going to be an absolute shootout, he's basically garnering no ownership, so he's going to be like less than two percent owned. Dude, and all so, he needs is to fall into one of those touchdowns. One of the twelve even, that are going to get doesn't scored. even doesn't even need a touchdown. Yeah, I mean he can he can get he can go four for forty four and be way over value, right? That's almost three x for that price. Yeah. So like that's that's where I'm starting. Um, I know a lot of people are going to play probably go and play Scotty Miller because he got a touchdown last week, but they can go ahead and do that. Um, I'll pass on that. Yeah, um, stick, going up. Stick to Abercrombie. I'll, I'll stay off I, that. I don't know why Michael Gallup went down in price. I know that he didn't have a good game last week, but he keeps what? being targeted. Yeah. He's the head yeah. most heavily targeted receiver on the team. Uh, Cooper is going to get, you know, a lot of Jason Barrett and or, you know, Richard Sherman, which isn't like a big thing this week. But, I mean, Dallas going to have to throw the ball. So, like. I would much rather play him and it's more just like a price thing um, than anybody else. Right. I think Demir bird um, for the, for the Patriots is a sneaky play this week at 3,800. I mean, they're going to have to throw the ball a little bit. Um, he's the You're legitimate. Saying, the well, he, he's the legitimate number two receiver um, on that team. And at 3,800, I'm fine with that. I think Chenault is a nice play in stacks. Um, I really like the Mooney play this week. Um, I really, really, really like the the Chicago passing game. I think it's going to go a little bit overlooked, and I think that game is going to shoot out quite a bit. Dude, so Mooney, been awesome. Mooney at thirty nine hundred is a guy I'm more than happy to go back to. You know, he's gone. You know, almost eleven, eight, and eight the last two weeks, and for someone at thirty nine hundred, that's just fine with me, right? And if he catches, those are on like short yardage stuff. He catches a big one, like. We're really in business. Um, Christian Kirk at 4,300 is interesting to me and somebody I'm going to be playing in my stacks with, um, with Kyler and Hopkins. Um, I really like that situation. And I think they're just going to beat the living shit out of Philadelphia this week. Um, God, what Sammy happened Walk- to Kirk, dude? He started off like having such a great year. I mean, I think Joe, Joey was like on it, right? Five weeks. Yeah, I mean, he was he was doing great because they were actively throwing him those bombs. Once Kyler, you know, banged up his shoulder a little bit, like Joey kept hammering on. Yeah, they they just weren't throwing the ball as deep. Like you could see it in the when you go back and look at the route trees. Like it just it just wasn't going that far, right? Um, so you know, I, I think that's a good spot to go. Um, I think Jameson Crowder. You know, I know he kind of put up a dud last week at forty four hundred. I am in, interested in – he practiced today, so that's good. If he practices tomorrow, I'll, I'll play him. Um, but if he does not practice tomorrow, I probably won't have too much of him. Speaking of that, um, one guy that I, I was kind of having my eye on is if he plays, I like Mims. 
Because I think Crowder's the best of the bunch, and that's who Ramsey's not going to shadow anybody on the Jets, but he's going to play more in the slot. And that's yeah, I just I just think that it's it's more Mims is more of a downfield guy, and I don't think that they're going to have enough time to get the ball downfield. <laughs> oh, so, the Jets offense is I think the Jets offense is completely fucked this week. So so yeah, so like. There's only one person on the Jets that I'm even like mildly considering, and that's Crowder. We talked about Watkins. We talked yeah. about Pittman already. I think DJ Chark is in a great spot right here, especially as a run back in like Lamar, Andrews, and then Chark. Um, that's Minshew's guy. Like Minshew yeah. has a rapport with Chark. Yes, he that's does. Call. So like down at five thousand dollars, like that's almost the cheapest. I'm looking at. Yeah, that's the cheapest he's been all year. Right. I would have won He's another been... four figures of neck found Chark just like once. Well, yeah. By the yeah. neck out of that game. Well, yeah, neck is a problem. Rest um, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> um, Cooks, like we said, he, he has some like neck injury, no pun intended there, uh, but he's going to practice. He's going to play. He was pretty close to playing last week. Um, Godwin is the Tampa receiver that I'm playing. Um, I like Ayuk. His ownership is climbing because um, I had him on my list too. Yeah, I mean, he right now he's at thirteen to fifteen percent. Um, he's really one of those. He's been awesome. He has been awesome, and he's, he's going like to get fifteen targets a game. Yeah, I mean, if he's going to get another ten catches, like I, I don't, I don't know if that's something you can fade, right? Yeah. Um, looking up. Allen Robinson, I think, probably is my favorite play of the week. Um, yes, absolutely. Uh, I am going to have probably close to 70% of him. Uh, I think he's priced way too low. He should be up with, like, at least Ridley um, at, you know, in the low eights, like 8,100. Like, I don't understand why he's not. Mitch really looks to him. I mean, 30, 14, and 27 the last three weeks. I mean, I really don't know what else you need to do to to get your price bumped even more. I mean, they bumped him a little bit this week, but not even a thousand bucks from what he was last week. Yeah. Um, and then my guy up at top, we talked about Hopkins. I I think another good one off if we're talking about receivers is Metcalf. Um, I I don't think that like a ton of points are going to be scored in that game, but yeah. I think this is one of those like weird games where Metcalf can have like four for like 160 and two touchdowns. Um, and then they just like sit him after halftime. Um, I'm yeah. going to be going to him. His ownership is coming in at basically nothing. Um, Cause everyone wants to go play like Tyreek. these guys, like Ayuk and Tyreek. I and, just think you Ty- know. Tyreek, you would agree, like has the higher floor this week. Then who? DK. Um. I mean, dude, Tyreek has been just a goddamn monster, but his ownership is probably going to reflect that too, right? I mean, um, I mean, his ownership right now is not something again that I think you need to fade, um, and it's because of his price. He's coming in at about twelve to thirteen percent owned. Yeah, and it's it's so like you can't play Henry Cook, and you know Kelsey and Hill. Like, you're going to have to make some choices here and there, right? Um, so, you know, I think, I think it's one of those things where, you know, that's why my interest in Metcalf is high, is he's going to be the, the high-priced guy at 8,600 that really just gets left out. 
So in some of the larger field tournaments that I'm going to play in, he's a guy that I'm going to be targeting for that specific reason. Um, because I think he has the same kind of ceiling that Tyreek has. Um, but he's going to come in at like, <laughs> like 10 to 12% lower on than Tyreek. I mean, it, it's pretty crazy looking at the splits right now. So I had some initial interest in him, and that's kind of what's solidifying. Yeah, he's coming in at about 4% owned is where Tyreek's going to be 12 to 13%. So it's a good leverage play. All right. Joe? Yeah, so uh, my favorite this week is Alan Robinson. Just like you, Jim, I think he's just in an absolute smash spot. Uh, Trubisky loves him. The targets are through the roof. Um, I mean, he's getting 12 to 15 targets a game every single time. He's going against a bad Vikings defense. He's going to be able to feast on some rookie corners. So, Allen Robinson this week is my favorite. Uh, number two, it's Nuke, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Again, Eagles, DBs are all injured. Kyler's getting healthy. The deep balls are going to start coming back here. You're going to start seeing some of those big plays again. So, I really like that. And uh, I do like the Kirk play this week, just like what you said, Jim. Um, the deep ball is in play again for Arizona, which is going to completely change that offense. Um, it's been looking a little anemic just for the fact that they haven't been throwing it downfield. So I think that's going to come back this week. Um, in the Buccaneers game, I really like Mike Evans um, just from the red zone targets. I also want to have some Antonio Brown this week um, just because the Falcons just have a really hard time covering the outside receivers. Yeah. They have a hard time covering everybody, but yeah. they, they give up so much of their outside receivers that, you know, give me some Antonio Brown. He's cheap enough. And who knows? He might be able to explode one of these days. He's been looking pretty good. Um, I think it just comes down to Brady's accuracy, which has been off um, here and there. So, but um, going to the Colts game, T.Y., like you were saying, Vin, uh, the guys found the fountain of youth. He's been trending upwards. Um, and he gets to go against a tech, Texan secondary that he can just absolutely roast. Um, so I love Rivers and T.Y. Tyreek Hill, like you said, if you can get him, sure. Why not, right? Um, going down at the bottom, uh, Jim, I'm surprised you didn't bring him up. Uh, Cam Sims for the potatoes. Nah. Seahawks. Um, and it's not that, you know, he's getting all these targets and all that kind of stuff. I think this is just going to be from game flow. I do think the Seahawks are going to take it to the potatoes this week and they're going to be ahead. Cam Sims played 95% of the snaps last week. He has solidified himself as the number two behind McLaurin. So at least we know he's going to be on the field. And the guy's made some pretty big grabs. He's a big red zone target. So, what, 3,200? Give me some Cam Sims for, for being on the field that much in a game that they're probably going to be behind. Um, I also really like Gallup. You know, I was on Gallup last week, but two points totally screwed me. But I'm going to go right back to the well. Going against yeah, San Francisco. He gets, you know, he gets the targets. He's only 3,500. Why not, right? Um, the Saints game, I really like Traquan Smith. Um, but I also like Emmanuel Sanders in that game as well. They're both cheap enough and a, just a super high octane game. So yeah, I'm going to take Sanders and Traquan Smith. Um, if Drew Brees somehow plays this week, which apparently he's been taking first team reps this week. So there is a possibility. I'm not banking on it by any means, but if Brees is playing, I'm going to have a lot of Sanders and Traquan Smith, you know, with Mahomes, Kelsey and Hill, just, you know, stacking that whole game that way. Um, another person I like is uh, I hate going to Baltimore receivers because Lamar is Lamar and he can't fucking pass, but uh, Snead. 
you know, he didn't connect with him at all last week in his first game back, but he seems to be one of Lamar's favorite guys whenever he's in. He's the one getting those, you know, seams down the middle of the field, catching those touchdowns. So I do like Willie, a little Willie Sneed this week. He's cheap enough. And with, you know, Marquise Brown being out um, and Boykin as well, you know, give me some more Sneed there. Yeah, I think he's I think he's fine. Uh, he's somebody that I had down with a with a star next to as as potential consideration. I just I I I just I'm not sure. If, from what I saw from Lamar, he's back into full running mode and like he's not even waiting for something to open up. He's just saying fuck it, like I'm just taking off and running. So like that that's my been, only concern. That could have been that he was just trying to get the game over because he had to go he had to take a shit. Yeah. That's true. Uh, so but, not like sample size one thing why didn't he just like shit his pants no one would really yeah. want to have gone mm-hmm. near him then yeah i mean exactly was be a real gamer it was a, there's Who cares? A few people watching be they a real like, gamer yeah i mean look i mean they're playing the browns he could have blamed it like they, they wouldn't have known right like, how in 2020 did they not have like a little pop-up toilet in the blue tent like well, they, 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 they do make those, right? And there's nobody in the they're stands. Called, they're well, called actually, porter potties. They're called porter potties. They're at every no, high school no, no, and no. youth football stadium. <laughs> no, they, the, like, they have them on like patio boats, right? Like just like the blue tent just like pops up. You just like pull up a little thing. Like people have them in the candlestick parking lot when we were tailgating to go in there oh, and like, yeah, piss yeah, in yeah, a bucket, about. you know? Oh my God. Yeah, they're like little, little mini tents. Like I you tell me we can't have like, one of those. Lamar in there on like Monday Night Football and like Cleveland, a huge gust of wind blows. <laughs> <laughs> I was joking the other night yeah. that he ran to the bath. He ran to the bathroom and we we're wondering where he went. Like the broomstick fell and just closed on the door. He was locked in there for the last hour of the game. <laughs> <laughs> just banging on the door. Help! Awesome. Or, or like Brigma, Brigma from Rookie of the Year. He went into the cage. Exactly, some, dude. He, went into, he ex- went, into, went into the cage to get some more toilet paper and he got locked in there. Dude, exactly Hello? what I was thinking happened to Lamar. That was exactly <laughs> what I thought happened. Um, okay, so Willie Sneed. Um, I feel like he's his only reliable receiver that doesn't drop passes. We saw it the other night, Marquise Brown dropping everything. Um, and that could have been the reason why Lamar was running it so much, right? He had no trust in his guys. But Sneed's always a consistent dude for him. So, um, sure, why not there? Uh, another guy I really like, and this is the last one, is Russell Gage uh, for the Falcons. He's going to be lining up against Murphy Bunting and Russ Cockrell. Russ Cockerell is a familiar name because he's been in the league for 10 years as the sixth DB on a team, you know, rotating back and forth between the practice squad. I mean, this guy's not only old, but he's also not good. So Russell Gage going against the Bucks and a potential shootout game at 4,700. I really, really, really like Russell Gage this week. Um, he might be my favorite lower or lower priced receiver um, hmm. in the end. Interesting. So, I just love the matchup. Murphy Bunting is one of the worst, you know, nickel corners, but he's having to bump out to the outside to replace Dean and Russ Cockerell is in the slot and Russell Gage I mean, both, is going to be going to just do Russ Cockerell. I mean, it's going to be. Both of those names just suck too. They suck. Murphy, Murphy Bunting and Cockerell. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. So Great. Russell Gage is definitely in play for you guys now, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm in. Yeah, yeah so pl- Russell I'll Gage play, is that guy. I'll play him just simply for the fact that he's playing against a guy that has a shitty name. 
So like I'm, I'm <laughs> who cares? There is no right or wrong angle that we can go from all here. The, so all like, the research I need. Right. Yeah. Fired up. Right. All right. Boom. Who, let's move on to running backs. Let's do it. Um, Joe, or Jim, Joe, Jim, uh, Jim, 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 Henry and Cook are, I mean, they're both smash plays, right? I mean, they're priced up. They're priced up for a reason. We don't need to spend a whole lot of time on them. They're the top two most owned running backs. Um, I, I, I'm going to have some exposure to them. One guy that I am probably – he's probably going to be my highest owned running back this week is going to be Jonathan Taylor. Um, absolutely destroyed the Raiders last week. Destroyed Houston two weeks ago. And, oh, guess what? He gets That's Houston again. That's not saying much. That's not saying much. <laughs> it's not, but they're going to continue to run the ball with him. I think he's finally kind of proven to that coaching staff that he is capable of handling that workload. Um, Look, I got a theory. I got a theory. This happens every single season with these rookie running backs. Okay. These coaches for the first 10 to 12 weeks of the season really ease them in, right. Get yeah. them better at their pass blocking, get them better at the little nuances of being an NFL running back. And when week 13, 14 hits, they say, you're the guy all in. We're seeing it with Jonathan Taylor, and we're seeing it with uh, Cam Akers right now, where yep. they're just turning the rookies loose. Uh, this happens every single year where the rookies just start getting turned loose, even on winning teams, because they're the freshest legs. They've been only getting yep. 10 carries a game the whole year. Um, I do like that call. Yeah, so he's he's probably going to be my highest on back this week. Um, I think uh, if you want to go back to Miles Sanders, he, he got such an enormous price bump this week that I think a lot of people are just going to go away from him. I mean, well, he's at what? 7,000. Yeah. 6,900. And like, he's usually he, around the 67 mark. I mean, he's not he too far was. off of his norm. Yeah. I mean, dude, I mean, he's getting like six carries a game. Like Doug dude, Sanders. he was 6,200 last week. Right. Yeah. So now he jumped back up to where right. he was and he it's, he's now tied. This is tied for the most expensive he's been all year. And I think it's a good matchup. Arizona doesn't have a great run defense. I think that he works really well. Um, and having Jalen Hurts being the running threat really, really helps them out with their zone run scheme, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I like that situation quite a bit. I like Cam Akers, cool. but to Joey's point, each of those running backs could get just like in a very, very even uh, yeah. workload this week against the Jets. Like I could see Cam Akers only getting like 10 or 11 carries this week. He might get like 90 yards and a touchdown, but you know, for a guy who's going to be probably 20% owned, yeah. I, I think that's just an easy, like, no, nah, it's okay. Like I'll just pass on that this week and, and just go somewhere else. Um, because the guy right underneath him, who's going to get almost zero ownership is somebody who I have a ton of interest in, uh, in DeAndre Swift. Um, he's super involved in the passing game. He, he got fucking vultured at the goal line. They gave carry on the ball, which was weird or else he would have had, you know, into the 20 points last week, his price went down a hundred bucks. Uh, again, I think Joey's right. You know, there's this like NFC North stigma. They're playing at Tennessee, Tennessee's defense isn't great. You know, I, I, I think he's going to have some good opportunities, uh, I'm just going to say no to Dobbins this week. Um, he's at a good price, but I just, I'll just pass on him this week to be quite honest. A guy that I really, I really like, I like Gus in that situation, man. Um, so we'll get to it. I will hundred percent going to have Gus 
just because he's the stone, almost the stone min at 4,400. So 4,000 is the minimum for running backs. A guy that they're no, obviously not. fine getting goal line carries and splitting with Dobbins is, you know, fourteen, fifteen hundred dollars cheaper. So like, I would just rather play him. Um, I'm going back to Kenyon Drake at 5,500. He's gotten 20 plus carries um, two out of the last three weeks. Um, he's just been solid, solid production. And he has the ceiling to go up into the mid to high twenties, especially against a team like Air, or Philadelphia. That is just absolute dog shit. Um, do you, think, do you think he was getting a lot more carries these last two weeks because of Kyler being injured and then changing the offense up like we talked about? No, it's been pretty consistent. I mean, he if you look at his carries throughout the year, you know, going back to week one, it's 16, 20, 18, 13, 18, 20, 14, 16, 11, 22, 10, and 23. So, like, they've made a consistent effort to give him the ball all year. Um, just that there was points in the beginning of the season where he just wasn't getting the touchdowns. He's getting the touchdowns now and they're giving him all of the goal line work. So I think at 5,500, I don't, I don't really know why I wouldn't go back there. He's not carrying a lot of ownership and I think it's going to be a higher scoring game. Um, they're playing in Arizona. So it's going to be a nice, fast running environment. You're not going to have to deal with any weather or anything like that in Philadelphia. So that's something that I'm super interested in. The big question this week, right? Is Zeke going to play? And if Zeke plays, how much is he going to play? Because, like, if he's going to be kind of limited, I think I really like Tony Pollard at fifty. If he's if he's active, I'm just staying away. I, I don't I don't trust McCarthy pretty much with anything I, and especially I don't either. the situation. Like, I, don't I don't think either. you need to do it. I, I had Pollard on there. I thought Zeke was like going to miss. If so number out, one, then yeah. I don't know why they're playing him. Number Pollard one. Pollard looks so much better than him. And like just I mean, they're, pay- and- they're paying Big the guy. Spend, 90- they're, they're exactly. They're paying the guy $90 million. Like I would just shut him down for the rest of the season. Let him like, save his body go to, Co- go to Cabo yeah do his thing bit. he actually looked pretty good when he came back from Cabo to be honest with you um what are you guys doing I I I'm really undecided I don't think Mostert's gonna play with this week so what are you guys doing with Jeff Wilson so Mostert <laughs> practiced today which I saw it because I was on the same exact thought process Jeff Wilson is a pretty good running back uh Shanahan's been very vocal that like Mullins again, going back to our quarterback discussion is like one pick six away from being pulled. So I think they're going to run the ball. If, if most out, I love Jeff Wilson. Yeah. In, I'm with you on that one. If he's in, uh, that's still, that's three, four backs that are going to get touches back there. I'm just, just not going to. Yeah. If most in, I hate the committee. If most out, it's obvious Shanahan has a hard on for Jeff Wilson. Um, I mean, Jeff Wilson's getting the majority of the carries no matter what. And even with Tevin Coleman healthy or McKinnon healthy, Jeff Wilson's the guy when Mostert's not there. And when Mostert's there, Wilson's stealing carries from Mostert. So, so I'm with you on that yeah. one. So do you guys want to know the easiest fade of the entire week? Mr. Uh, LSU Fournette? Yeah. He's coming yeah. in at 17 to 22% owned right now. Good. Okay. Well, I'll, Good. I'll jump no. in No. Thank you. I'll jump in here and start from the bottom because a guy I'm going to be playing quite a bit is Keyshawn Vaughn. Oh my God, um, no. He's 4K, so he's not your 4,400 men. He's less than that. Um, 
Dude, when he's played, like, he is Brady's, like, passing down running back. Arians oh, does Veronica not like Fournette. All he – dude, 4K, he doesn't need a lot to hit value down there. Um, and what we were talking about, especially for me, if I want to get exposure to that Chiefs game, you know, in a big way, Vaughn and, like, one pay down receiver, like, opens everything up. So – it's but just so something does, to consider. But, like, I, again, so, I'm not going to be 80% on Keyshawn Vaughn, but I will have so, some exposure over Fournette. So I, look, I looked at that, and I would rather just play Gus Edwards for 44 because you can make the same lineup. I made the, the, the Mahomes stack lineup with all of those guys and with, with Gus Edwards, and I didn't have to go down to um, – I didn't have to go down to him. I just – he he could he had minus points last week, Vinny, and the, like the eight one carry. before that, he had zero. Just I he wasn't that. even active because Look, Ronald Jones is the guy. Shady, not there Shady anymore. got four carries last week. See, I'm with if there's Joey. A, if there's a guy. I'm if there if you're going that direction, Vinny. I'm going yes. Shady, not Keyshawn Vaughn. A hundred. I don't know why. I just have a thing for this guy, and <laughs> I just want to play him. So that's I mean, fine. I mean, you can do that. I mean, that's Lashawn no got getting... four carries and a catch last week, right? They're actually putting him in the game, and no Ronald Jones. Sure, I'd rather have Lash- I'd rather have Shady than Keyshawn Vaughn. I don't. I don't think Arians is going to be trusting. Look again, this is going to be like ten percent of my lineups, right? Like I, I, that. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. As far as again, again but they're so. the same price. So like, Lashawn McCoy is the legitimate third down back like that's yeah. what he was doing i hear you i just and I, my, I, I don't to your question i have zero i will have zero ownership of leonard fournette and if he beats yeah, me i'll be pissed for sure i'm not playing i i just don't think that he's gonna beat you and i think you're just gaining so much leverage on the field by not playing him yeah, especially in especially with the amount of lineups that we play i mean we're not playing 150 lineups right yeah so, like, if you're playing 150, sure, you could play 25% of them and still be over the field and, you know, have them in, you know, what is that, 30-something lineups? Yeah. So, like, yeah, you could do that. But, like, if I'm only playing 10 to 12 lineups, like, that's a guy that it's just – I'll just take just a lot, a lot of the same reasons why I'm playing Metcalf is why I'm not playing Fournette is because I can just gain leverage on the mm-hmm. field and go to somebody else that's oh, got no. just we're, as much upside. We're all on so Vin, Keyshawn Vaughn has played 51 snaps this year, 30 passing snaps, and he grades out at a 26 on as a receiver. He's the guy, um, speak, dude. I'm just telling you. LaShawn McCoy has 91 snaps and grades out at 65 as a receiver. So, yeah, if you're going to pick a guy at the same price there, yeah, I think you have to pick Shady and not Keyshawn Vaughn. All right, whatever. I'm not I'm Keyshawn Vaughn scores a touchdown this week. Um, I'm gonna go know. absolutely ballistic <laughs> on Twitter on you fucking guys. Um, okay, anyways, I mean, feel um, free. I, I have, I, I'll be yeah, happy please. if he does, but like, I just don't think he's going to. I he sucks. Yeah, he's been uh, inactive he's like eight t- weeks in a row outside of last week. Um, I he's do... fucking terrible. We're talking about old guys. Shady oh, McCoy oh, has I, been I, active. I, over I thought you were talking about my guy. I was like, whoa, dude. Yeah. So Keyshawn Vaughn was inactive for seven weeks and then comes in against Minnesota and gets a negative 0.3. And you're like, Keyshawn Vaughn week, baby, let's go. Well, apparently 20% of the field's on Leonard Fournette. So shady, baby. It's all shady. 
I'm not touching it. A lot of that. Um, <laughs> I Drake is interesting, dude. I just he's another guy I have a kind of a block with. I don't like playing Kenyon Drake, but he's in a great he's in a good spot. He's getting the touches, like you said, Jim, at 5,500. Like it's a it's a good play. Um, my favorite's this like 6,000 to like 72, 7,400 range. Um, that's going to be probably 90% of my lineups. Um, I like Swift. I like Acres. I like Sanders. Taylor and Kamara are my two favorites. Um, I think, again, Kamara, part of that game, um, especially if Drew Brees comes back, like, let's get it on. Like, he's going to get so many targets in that matchup. So, yeah, if Brees comes back, Kamara is just, just fired up. Great you spot. Know? And, and he's getting the touches now. Like, I think Taysom is starting to actually play a little bit of quarterback. Um, and so he is using Kamara out of the backfield. I think, what was it? You know, last week he had ten targets against Philly. You know, and, and so yeah, it was good. To, it was if, good to see if if I can get that type of you know usage, 10, 12 carries plus ten targets, like you know, fire up some yeah. uh, you know Camara for sure in this guy in this game. But yeah, Taylor's in the best spot for me this week. I, I don't. I'm not even going to look at ownership for him. I'm just going to lock button him in a lot of lineups. Um, up top, I'm not going to be playing Cook, um, and I won't. I'll have exposure to Henry. And the reason is I think Henry, you know, they're just, they're going to ride him in this game. Uh, dude, the guy is approaching 2000 yards on the year. Like he's just been an absolute monster. My only fear is like, if they don't need him, if Stafford doesn't play, dude, this game could be over they're, real fast. They're, they're going to, I think just like last year when they were giving him like 30 and 35 carries a mm-hmm. game down the stretch in games that they were blowing people out, they're actively trying to get him to 2,000 yards. No, I know. And, and that's and why he, I'm siding he with needs, him over Cook. He, and he needs like, I think he needs to average like 135 or 140 yards a game for the next three games to get it. So like once he gets that, I think he's over, but if he gets 140 yards, I'm sure he'll probably have at least a touchdown. And I mean, you're, you're there at your value, right? For sure. And he's just in a great matchup too. Whereas I think Dalvin, he's in a tougher matchup for Chicago. That game's going to be a lot more physical. Um, You know, you have, I don't think, you know, uh, Zimmer wants to get in a shootout here, you know, so I know that Dalvin was fine. Slow this game down. But Dalvin was fine last week against the Bucks that have a much better run defense. I get that. I think, like, I think the Bucks my, defense is trending downwards, and I do think the Bears defense is starting to trend upwards compared to how just, they've been all season long. It's not just that, though, dude. I, it's more so that, like, I, I at 9,000, like, I need that guy to explode. And so for me, like, I don't know, like, the explosion factor with Cook here, like, what? in this game. So check it out. So Dude, Cook. Last week he was 22 points. Like, I outscored him with David Montgomery and Jonathan Taylor. Like, so he's got to get him to go 40 points. He's got to get 27 points just to get you three times. And he's only done that, you know, he's done it five times this year. But <laughs> That's most, pretty good. But three, of, three of the times were before he got hurt. And. He's just coming in around the two times mark, you know, two and a half times mark every single week. So I feel like Dalvin Cook is like the best cash game play. His his floor is so no, it's damn he, high. Dude, he's but, a really strong play. I just think if I'm looking for that guy to go for 35, 40 points, like Henry is in the matchup. He's in the offense. Like he's going for the record. Tennessee needs to win this game. They're right there with the Colts. Like everything lines up, you know, whereas – 
like you said, if the Bears pull ahead, you know, does, you know, Cousins come out and start throwing a Jefferson feeling? Like, it's just, uh, for me, I'm just siding. I'm just, I'm just leaning Henry, you know, so. Yeah. Um, that's my thoughts. Joe, you want to? Yeah, I'm with you at the top. Um, it's not that I like, don't like Cook. Um, it's just for GPPs, um, does he have the potential to do it? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. But I do feel like the game flow this week with the Bears, their passing attack has been so strong. I can see the Bears getting up a little bit and then them having to play catch-up. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then them having to play – the Vikings having to play catch-up with Kirk Cousins, right? So I just don't like the, the game flow of that game. But Derrick Henry, I love the game flow of that game potentially and all the reasons you just said. Um, I like Cam Akers. I am scared about what I said earlier about them just going by committee this week because they're going to kick the shit out of the Jets. But at the same time, is McVay really testing Akers and seeing if he can get the, the workload? Um, he does have, what, 11 days off since his last start, which he had 29 carries. So coming from a Thursday night game back to Sunday. So I do like Akers there. I love Miles Sanders um, with Jalen Hurts, our quarterback. Like you said, it opens up so much for that zone, the zone run. Um, so, and the Cardinals run defense is terrible. Uh, Camaro is one of my favorites against KC. It's just a, again, high octane game. And anytime there's a high octane game, I want Kamara in there. Um, he's going to get his catches and I just hope New Orleans is down and Kamara's just getting these dump off screens. And at the end of the game, fourth quarter just racks up 20 points. I mean, dude, um, I even, if, even, easily. If even if they're up, like they, Sean Payne's not dumb. He knows it takes about eight minutes from a homes to erase a, yeah. you know, a 14 point lead. So exactly. The gas pedal is going to be on, on both sides in this game. That's why yeah. you can't avoid it. Um, other running backs. I like, uh, I like Gus against Jacksonville. Um, I'm just a little scared that everyone's going to be on him after last week's performance. Um, but again, it's Jacksonville, even if they're by committee, I feel like if they're up and kicking the shit out of the Jaguars here, they're going to keep Gus in the game more than they keep Dobbins in the game. I, he's their he's their gritty running back that they're going to throw in the mud, right? So I feel like if they're kicking the shit out of Jacksonville, Gus is going to be the one that ends up getting all the third quarter, fourth quarter carries. So I'm in on that. Um, and I like the Drake play. I don't like Drake either of them, but – you look at his numbers and his consistency. It's everything you want yeah, you and, you're, and you're running back. Yeah, you can't deny it. So, But right, I am so, a little scared that Kyler's going to get right this game and he's going to take uh, all Drake's thunder. Yeah, that's that's certainly a worry. Uh, Gus Edwards coming in at less than 3% owned. So Beautiful. People are fucking, love it. People are, love it. Love pe- it. Love pe- it. People are fucking morons. So. Beautiful. All right. With that, Jim, tight ends. Yeah, so tight ends, you know, obviously we talked about, you know, the two main ones already, right? We talked a little bit about Kelsey. We all love him in that stack. He's going to be one of the top three most popular people this week. Um, uh, He is coming in, I'm sorry, at number six at about, well, only about 15 to 17% owned. You can bet your ass that in single entry and three max tournaments, he's going to be into the 20% owned. Um, But he is 8,000. So, I mean, you won't have a ton of him. I like Andrews. I really, really like Hawkinson this week, especially with no Galladay. Um, he is just being looked at time again uh, in the red zone without Galladay in there. So I really like that play this week. Um, I'll go right back to Logan Thomas at 4000 I, I don't love that he's priced up a little bit now. Um, I really liked him in the low threes before. But he's just so consistent and like tight end is somewhere that like I don't need 
necessarily need someone to go nuts and explode for me. But if I can just get like 10 to 12 points, like I'll be just fine. And if at 4,000, that's three X, I'm happy with that. Um, you know, I think Irv is going to be uh, going to be a guy that I'm looking at this week. Um, the official practice practice all week. This um, is the official healthy Irv all week. Pod. Yeah. Yeah. It's gotta be um, the Chris Davis pod. Yeah, it's okay. Um, <laughs> I'll go also right back to my guy Cole Komet um, at three thousand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, uh, hopefully, he just like Tanya Harding's Jimmy Graham or something like that, or like slices his Achilles <laughs> and he just like permanently puts him out mm-hmm. to pasture. Because even without with, with Jimmy Graham snaking his touchdown, he still so had eight. Frustrating. Still had eight points last week. So like, look, they're gonna have to throw the ball a little bit. We talked about it. We like that game. Um, the last one I'm going to down here, I mean, I think a lot of people are going to be fucking pissed off at Aikens for dropping that touchdown mm. last week. Um, but at 2,800, like I like Watson and like, I'll ha- I'll happily be paying like a Watson cooks Aiken stack. Um, I think that's something that I, I could certainly get behind probably my favorite play of the week that I absolutely fucking hate this guy's guts, but like, <laughs> I'm going to play him to get exposure to the game this week is Jared cook at 3,400. Yeah. He's still my guy. Good play. Pe- I like that. People. I mean, if you look back at his pricing over the, over the season this year, I mean, he started out earlier in the season at like 55, 5,700. <laughs> he's all the way down to 3,400 now. And he's got a touchdown the last two weeks. So mm-hmm. like, Taysom Hill, even if Taysom is playing or it's Drew Brees, it's just going to be one of those games. And the really the way to attack the the um, the Chiefs is over the middle. We've seen Waller have great games against them. We've seen tight ends put up solid numbers against the Chiefs. Um, we saw Gasecki have an absolute great game against the Chiefs last week before he got hurt. Um, well, he gets to go against uh, Sorensen. He gets to go against Sorensen, and then he gets to go the second worst safety in the NFL behind Jonathan Abram. And then he also gets to go against go against a honey badger, right? Who's like five foot nothing. So, and Cooks Cook is I think six 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 five. So he's a monster. At thirty four hundred, that's really the way. You know, it's an easy, cheap run back. Um, If you want to do a full game stack with kelsey you can do double stack the tight ends with you know mahomes hill kelsey you can run back with cook and then whoever else if you want trey con if you think you can pay up for kamara in that which you can because i've done it with taylor um you can certainly do that so i'll probably be doing at least one game stack and he's the guy that i'm going to be looking to pop into that cool all right i'll, I'll make um, mine quick i i, I have I'm all the same guys Kelsey Andrews up top. I need to see if Stafford's going to play. Um, if not, I'm just not going to play Hawkinson just because Chase Daniel is terrible. Uh, but Irv, Kmet, that's what I got. So I'm done. Yeah. That's it. Um, the only one that I'm different on you guys that we talked about earlier, Andrews against Jacksonville, I think he's just in a great spot. His price is way too low for what he's, his potential yeah. is, his target rate is, right? So Andrews is great at 55. Um, the one guy you guys didn't talk about though is uh Janu. I know he hasn't been very heavily involved in the offense recently. He's coming off that injury. He's been back for a couple of weeks now, healthy. Um, again, we're going against a Lions team that we think Tennessee is just going to steamroll. You know, Janu is the one that does get that shuffle pass on the goal line. You know, he does get that those goal line touches. So 
3,700. I feel like that's too, that's just too cheap for John. And he has potential, you know, to have that big game. So I do like John to throw him in there, but I'm with you guys commit um, all over commit for the rest of the season. They're going to keep throwing him in there. And just hopefully Jimmy Graham doesn't stick a dagger through my heart. He, he just needs to go away. Just go the fuck away. We've been like, saying that I for years. hate Jimmy Graham so much. He's going to play for like 25 years, like Mercedes Lewis. (laughs) Sneaking touchdowns left and right. He's still Um, playing. I know. That's why I said it. Mercedes. Um, At least he's not playing a lot anymore, you know. (laughs) But, like, that's very true that, like, he's just fucking still there. It's unbelievable. Like a a goddamn parasite fucking just leeching fucking touchdowns off people that we want to play. Fuck that guy. I mean, put it this way. I was was in high school, like – 15 12 15 years ago and like watching mercedes lewis and like going to college being like a huge Dude, like i was like I, a freshman i, I was like wow i remember amazing. watching mercedes lewis <laughs> playing at long beach fucking Poly yeah, that's what i'm saying with yeah. like, with, with maurice jones drew and be like yeah. damn this guy is gonna be a fucking tight end like, like what the hell you like know 30 years ago <laughs> um, <laughs> still fucking playing it's unbelievable i mean kudos right. to him but fuck him <laughs> all right defense let's roll all right defense real quick i'll uh i'll go and just make it quick um as much as i, I don't think i'm going to be able to but god i want to play the rams because aaron Donald potentially could set the record this week with sacks um so the rams i i would love to get to i do have some interest in the titans especially i mean if stafford doesn't play i i'm gonna have a lot of titans defense uh eagles I know you guys like that game on shootout, but again, we saw it with Hurts and we called it last week. Like these guys are playing with a little bit more pep, you know, in their step. Uh, They have a shot at this division. Um, You know, I don't think that, you know, they're going to go nuts, but for 2,500, like they don't need a lot either. Like just get me four or five points with a few sacks, maybe a pick. If they were 22, again, I'd play them, but 25 is too much for me for them. All right. And then uh, potatoes, like always, Uh, they're going to give everyone they play problems with that defensive line. Chase Young is unbelievable. (laughs) Um, I haven't watched like the whole D line is unbelievable. So like, I don't, I haven't watched a lot of potatoes football from like beginning to end. (laughs) And obviously, you know, we're Niners fans or Vinny and I are. So we watched the game last week and like, Oh my God, like Chase Young is like the closest thing to Lawrence Taylor highlights I've seen. Uh, so he's, see. he's like, he's like, uh, what's his face? Um, fuck clowny, but like actually way actually faster yeah. and actually good. Yes. Actually produces dude. Yes. So, um, isn't I'll, hurt all the time. I'll play the potatoes every week. I mean, they, they may get smacked around here, but he, they're going to get some sacks. They could get, you know, roll into a pick here, a fumble, you know, something like that. Yeah. So for that price, like I'm fine with it, but. That's where I'm gonna try to stick to most of my uh, most of my lineups. Right. But you guys, um, I'm gonna pay up for my my main defense this week against the Dolphins. Um, the Patriots offense fucking sucks, dude. They are anemic. If Cam Newton's their quarterback, Good he's work. gonna throw balls in the dirt. He's gonna overthrow people. He's gonna you know balls are gonna get tipped. There's gonna be picks. There's gonna be fumbles. Dolphins defense is awesome. They're playing for the you know a spot in the playoffs right now. Um, I think the Dolphins come in and kick the shit out of the Pats offense this week. So I'm all in on the Dolphins defense. Um, I'm with you. I like the Titans if Stafford doesn't play. If not, I'm off of them. I like the Seahawks if Alex Smith somehow doesn't play and we get a Dwayne Haskins game. I'm all in on the Seahawks there. Um, If I'm paying down, um, I have some interest in the Cowboys um, going against Nick Mullins just because the way Nick Mullins has looked 
since he's, uh, you know, come in the last few weeks. It's not great. So um, that's the only thing I'm interested in. But, yeah, it's Dolphins all the way for me, unless some of these other contingent things happen. Um, dolphin, dolphins are fine for me if, if I have the salary, but I'm not going to go out of my way to get them. Um, I think at that point you'd might as well just pay up to the Rams. Um, but I don't think I'm going to have any of those. I had some interest in the bears playing against Kirk cousins. I mean, Kirk's always good for a pick six or two. He's been a little overdue. I don't think he's thrown one in, you know, four or five weeks. So, uh, but the two defenses that I'm really honing in on are the Bucks at 3,000 um, against an absolutely fucking terrible Atlanta team, especially if Julio doesn't play. Um, and then the Potatoes at 2,600. Other than that, I don't really see any reason to go anywhere else. Um, I have some interest in the Patriots going up against another rookie quarterback. Uh, Belichick just absolutely destroys rookie quarterbacks. And I think that you know, we could get some weird shit happening. Like they're still trying to win. So like that, I, I wouldn't put it past the Patriots, you know, especially allegedly. in a division game. Yeah. And allegedly, <laughs> um, I think that, you know, they're probably going to have to, you know, do something on defense, but I, it's just a little too expensive for me. I'd rather just play the bucks at 3000. So, like I said, I'm probably going to have 90, 95% of my teams are going to have bucks or um, potatoes and then just go from there. Cool. That pretty much does it. Any Wraps final words for you guys? No, let's kick some ass. And um, maybe a player poops his pants on the field this week. Oh. Why can't we get something, like, really outrageous like that to happen? Like, just – one of these times, like I feel like nothing like super outrageous has happened like on the field a little bit. I'm kind of hoping yeah. that something like, like any that given Sunday, like an eye comes out like on the fifty. That's because they're like, yeah, we need I mean, something. We could be in for that. Like maybe some guy like pukes or something like that. <laughs> I mean, you know, Derek Carr almost tore his dick off tonight. So like, <laughs> you know, That's what it looked like. I don't, I don't know. I mean, he dropped. If he was further in bounds, like he legitimately just dropped the ball. Like, oh, yeah, he, 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 yeah, I mean, he, he, <laughs> he really may have torn part of it off. Um, so scrotum him like Andy in the office. <laughs> very unfortunate. Did, did, the, did the splits on his keys, except for he was just running. <laughs> All right, that does it for week 15. Good luck. Peace. Later. Later.